1: and if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
0: We went the, the comic book route, and I know a lot of you probably have ideas sitting on your mind shelf. Right, uh, various characters, places, and worlds that, 'cause we we talk to you guys. <laughs> There's everybody's got the story, so sometimes it can be a little intimidating, right, to to know where to go next, uh, to to know what to do and where to go. And I've got to tell you, we did all of it from the hip. We we didn't have anybody to ask. There were uh, a lot
1: of, lot of nights of sobbing. Once we decided to actually turn it into, we're like, well, what are we good at? Nothing.
0: We made, a few okay. we made a few mistakes, we made a few mistakes, we made. We should should. have zigged we should have zagged on a few plays, but uh, but overall, we, we finally did it, we made a comic book from scratch, and so that's what this is, this is us sharing our experiences with you, and finding out what questions you guys have that you're having trouble with, the next step of where to go, that wall that you're hitting right now, how to get over that wall.
1: It's okay to cry. I'm telling you right now. It relieves a lot of stress. That's that's the first thing. But so, oh. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> so when we first started, we had met a lot of friends at the con scene. A lot of them are artists. A lot of our friends, because we were going with groups of people, and people would have con- like you know artist tables stuff like that. So we became really good friends with people. We found two artists for our first comic book. One of two are great friends of ours, and they were looking to get their name out a little bit more, and we're like, well, we're not confident enough to draw this, but we have this entire script, and you don't have to make up what the characters look like because here's the pictures of us in costume. (laughs) You know, let's make this a little bit easier. So we actually had our friend Seth Groves do our cover, our very first cover, and we designed what the cover would look like with stick figures, Mm -hmm. you know, with like, this is Draven with a big D on the forehead, and like, just, you know, was like, here's the general idea of what we're going through, We we went step-by-step step with them. Uh, and they helped us put together this phenomenal first comic book, book which is we're selling over in our booth. Nice
0: oh. plug.
1: I know, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> High Chaparral, right? What's that? High Chaparral.
0: Can yeah. You immediately yeah. right next to the voting booth. Yeah. It, it is. is. Right next to the voting
1: G- right booth. Vote often, and Another then, nice and then come look Good at job. a comic book. You don't have to, I am not pressure you to buy it, just look at it. You can touch so it. So as, as
0: far as... You guys are, are concerned with that. Uh, all of you probably know artists going to the different con scenes. Uh, and pe- you want to look for people that kind of share your vision from the get-go. Like, you walk up and you fall in love with their art and their characters. And you're like, that speaks to me and what I want to do up here in this headcanon. Right? And so you sit down and you talk to them and go, hey, man, how how's this looking for you? Do you feel like you want to do Inks or a cover or any of that, because it gets it gets really wonky, right? Just trust me, you definitely don't want to do it all yourself. It's a lot of work.
1: We did. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not true.
0: You don't want to do it all yourself. Friends are everything. She'll say differently. Don't believe I her. Will. It's
1: A lot of work. From that work. Oh yeah. No matter. That. This is the thing is that we. I, I started saying this to a couple friends of ours, when people were like, "Oh, I have all these stories, but like, I I just don't know what to do. I don't know." And I started telling. I want a nap so bad, but this is fun and it's worth it. Like, that's why I have to be like, it's worth it. Just, you don't need a nap. You don't need to sleep more than four hours a night. It's cool. Let's keep going, you know? Let's get it done.
0: So, to obviously, try and prevent that as much as possible. Uh, it's super, super important that you guys take your, your world that you've built, because that's, that's what you guys have. You have a whole world, I'm sure, with people and places. You want to focus on one or two characters' talks to start out with. Otherwise, it gets convoluted, and nobody knows what's going on. Kind of like Suicide Squad, right? Uh, Nobody knows what's going on. Who's the main character? Who's who's who here? All right, so you want to pick one or two characters, and you want to focus on just one life event that those two characters are doing, right? So if it's it's so-and-so going to the mall to get some milk, that's your story right there. Now, that could... That could section off into one, two, three, four, five different comic books. because what happens on the way to the story? To get the Does he get stopped? Does, he, does this happen? Does this happen? And that's where your adventure starts to pop out. And that's where your story kind of...
1: Well, I mean, let's just use our own story. Like, for instance, so our main two fish, if you saw me yesterday, I was the green fish. Her name is Nereza. And tomorrow, he will be Draven. My oh, Wild wow, West fish. she has got and six she He is our, he, there are two main characters. <laughs> They are our original characters. So they have the most plot development behind them when we are creating them as people. Or official, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. What? Um, That's not English. Shh. Four hours of sleep. Um, so we, we focused on them. We're like, OK, well, we created these big backstories for each other, then, And we're like, well, where, how did they meet? Like, let's do the, And we're like, well, let's not do. Nobody likes an origin story first. You want the origin story after you care about the character. Let's be honest here. So nobody nobody the, liked uh, Wolverine origins and we know it. <laughs> <laughs> so um,
0: this is one of the, the more complicated parts that we have because she's from the East Coast and I'm from the Midwest. I'm from South Dakota. She's from Rhode Island. Uh, I like trains in Wild West and Clint Eastwood and all these different things that I grew up with. And she likes more of like the Victorian... Uh, I like airships and boats. Airships <laughs> and boats. And those two don't normally go together very well. Uh, So we had to find some way for our characters to naturally... I can't just plop my Wild West guy in the middle of Victorian England and go, he's there now. Why is he there? You always got to ask the why.
1: You got to have plausible reasons. So for what we did, instead of doing an origin story of how Draven and Erezza meet each other and become traveling companions, we went for 20 years later. You know, when they're meeting up again... By accident, and it's one of those are you serious? <laughs> what what are you doing here? Uh, you stole something from me. I don't think you realize the big fit book full of fish. You really stole something. It was one of those where it's like, Where why are you even here? It was the why. And be like, Mom, oh, I'm going on an adventure. Screw you. And the the witty vendor of the two of them being so different, but getting together and starting on this adventure. Have the the opposites attract.
0: And that witty banter will actually drive more of your story than you think it will. Uh, if you let your characters tell the story that they want to tell, not the story that you want to tell, the characters want to tell their own story. I mean, it kind of just develops into its own little little thing.
1: And I know that sounds super schizophrenic, but it's totally true.
0: You, you develop your own characters with their own lives and their own minds. Like This is very, very... Evil lady, and she's she's always got that smirk about her, like she's snubs shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: language, joke.
0: here hear here How old are you?
1: <laughs>
0: See, she's over eighteen. She's fine. <laughs> I apologize wait, wait, wait. for my language. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so back to the actual creating of the actual comic book. Verse. So like once you get the story down, you figure out what you actually want to portray. The, if you want to make a graphic novel, you can do an entire story in one. Like you can do the one sitting thing. We decided to go the issue route of like the actual. I love single issue comic books. They're my favorite thing in the world. And then he loves compendium, so it was a nice happy meeting where I was like, okay, let's do single issues just to see if we can do one, and then let's move forward to make it. Once it's done, we can put it all into a compendium as one story. Which
0: is another great point. <laughs> uh, bless you. Uh, so with doing ones and twos and then moving up to compendiums, that gives you a line. It's like if you're in a race, like you can look for that next point. Like when you start to get a little weighted down and your breath starts to get heavy, you can look at that point point, go just to that point, then to the next one, like raising that bar each time. When you guys make your first one, It's not going to be the exact way you want it to be. It's not going to be your magnum opus and look at any of the number ones for any of your favorite comic book series.
1: We've actually said this many times. The prime example is a childhood favorite comic of his is Sonic the Hedgehog. I
0: love me that blue hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: (laughs) So if you look at Sonic the Hedgehog number one, he is this round, fat, little hedgehog with a giant head. You look at Sonic the Hedgehog number 15... And he looks like Sonic the Hedgehog does now. You know, so it's one of those things they found their style as they were going. It's not something you're going to get right out of the gate. You're like, hey. One of the biggest challenges we've had is actually as we're learning, as we're making the second comic book, we're learning different techniques as we go and having to hold ourselves back for the entirety of that comic because we're already 12 pages in.
0: Just so we have that continuity. That way it doesn't look like <laughs> 44 artists did one comic book.
1: You know, so it's like, okay, we've we've learned in this one, let's use that technique that we just learned into the third one, and let's move forward, and the the improvement happens steadily. Yes, sometimes you have to hold yourself back, but it's okay, it's literally okay, because everybody realizes you're learning, you're moving forward in life.
0: As long as you're taking a step, it's a step in the right direction, you're moving forward, as long as you never go backwards, as long as you don't stay stagnant, that's the key. You got just keep moving.
1: We've seen so many of our like people who've met at cons and friends at cons that they'll, that whether it's a web series, anything like that, they'll they'll do like three, like uh, oh, I'm doing you know three web series a month, and then it's all of a sudden once a month, once every six months. It's a continuity, like not continuity, consistency. Words are hard. Um, consistency is key. Like you have to be able to set yourself with a guideline. So for us, we. We almost felt like we were going to mess up with our own cotton.
0: Words, they're hard. Yes,
1: our our own own consistency, thank you, bold star. (laughs) Uh, We we thought we were going to mess up because we made the first one last, we published it last May. That was when we put out the first one. And we lost our, oh, there, maybe. I had
0: to adjust, they were Uh,
1: falling. Okay, (laughs) heads up for the winter. Um... So we, we lost our main artist due to extenuating circumstances Life us. happens, that's yeah, another life, good safety tip. You know, so we were like, you know what? we we were just we were gonna wait for him to come back, we're like, Hey you you see like the big monsters you're like oh that's cool but that looks just like a mindless monster looking at his art you saw that it was a some sort of creature but there was a personality in there you saw the different and i i we fell in love with it immediately like and then i was flipping through his book and i found this warrior manatee and i went you're the guy
0: he he spoke to us on on a level that we understood and that's like what i was telling you about you guys know an artist that speaks to you and speaks to your story without even having to tell him your story. Which is like, that's 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 the guy. That's a puppy dog. That's a puppy. And I have ADHD. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Go. Can I ask questions? During- Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: please ask questions because we might start rambling but we're real bad at that. So
0: You're please. really bad at that. So here's the thing. Um, there is no set amount of pages that's legal uh, on the legal aspect of it. You can publish two pages, you can publish 45 pages. So, all right, so uh, for instance,
1: just for instance, our first comic, we were testing the water. It was, we we're calling our pilot episode. It's 12 pages of story. But that's how long well the first one is. The second one is 25 pages. And we were trying to fit it around that amount because we we have a very large comic book collection at home because we're giant nerds. Go figure, right? Um, And the average you get is around 25 to 36 pages of story. So we were like, okay, let's, let's see how we can cut this story down. Like we we just figured where our stopping points were that we could fit it in to this set amount of pages. If we go a little over we go a little under, that's okay. But we found a good stop, we found a good, as long as you, with this type of story, you have a good stopping point for where that issue ends. Where it's like, well there's a cliffhanger, or everybody's taking a nap. You know, it's it's not in the middle of a conversation where you're like, hey so and so, and then it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, I mean, you're absolutely right, mm-hmm. it's not but, uh, the legal standard. It's not. Uh, Four pages worth of ads, you know, 20...
1: Living like me and him still have regular day jobs, you know. You know, this, this baby's learning to grow, and, and
0: that's what we're focusing on. Uh, at the end of the day, we're talking today on independent publishing where you guys can go to publish your stuff, right? Uh, because does anybody here own a printing press? <laughs> Get out, can I come to your house? Can we hang out? Like, um, yeah, sure, yeah, I um, like <laughs> There's a door there and a door there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get up. <laughs> no, you're good. He, he's just fuzzy because his wig keeps falling. I'm bitter and cranky
0: and I look sassy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you
2: do.
1: book artist was first when he did everything didn't fit quite right.
0: Because the, the, the printer, whoever you go through, we go through Greco and it's on the back of our book if you guys want to take a look at that. However, Greco doesn't, they don't have a quality assurance section, all right? They don't, they don't care what you print, they're just printing. All right, so they will take whatever you give them and if, if it looks good to you on your computer, They'll take it, um, and our, our guys—they always up the contrast. This is a lesson learned. Uh, they will always up the contrast by at least double on Photoshop. Oh,
1: double.
0: It is double. I have counted it. <laughs>
1: All right, so um, <laughs>
0: uh, they also will section it out. So you always got to leave the a border for them to, and they should have on their page. Ours didn't. I had to learn it the hard way uh, of what exactly that spacing is goes through their printers. Um,
1: but I mean they they'll send you a proof. That's, that's that's not a big deal. You can look at the when they send you the proof, you can go through and be like, "Oh, I need to add a border here. I need to add here." Unless you know. you're like
0: us and order at last minute.
1: That was just for the first one. The panels were. This, this was, and this is actually a little bit smaller than what we had. So what 10 by 6. Yeah. No, no,
0: we can
1: do the one. Go for it. I call it the, del, the Guillermo del Toro way that a little, a, as much reality, but you can always make it look a little bit more touched up with a little bit of CGI. You know, it's, it's do it the best of both worlds.
2: Uh,
0: Is what I call them, where you fall in love with, like, let's just say Jim Lee's style. Uh, you love how he draws. And so you, you spend all your time practicing to draw just like his. Well, that's Jim Lee. Uh, but people really, really do enjoy unique, different styles. Whatever, I'm a very cartoony guy when I draw by myself, and she's very mannequin y. Uh, she draws proportions and figure drawing very very well. She's very good at it. Well, thank you. And so when we do our our whole Captain Planet thing, when our powers combine, it turns into this wonderful yeah. wonderful thing.
1: I'm your part. Fire <laughs>
0: guy. Uh, anyway, uh, so I'll go through a loop, like stick figures, and then she'll come in and add proportions and and weights and balances and things like to extend all my guys' arms because I like drawing chibi characters, and that's not actually how people function.
1: You're getting better. We're, you're yeah? getting better, but it, it seems like they have normal size. They either have normal size torsos and short everything else, like, we like or they have giant necks and really long arms. And I just kind of go, what I happened? You know?
0: So, uh, at the end of the day, it's it's all your style. But then comes the legal aspect of it. How do you make it legit? How do you? Does anybody know where to go from there? So, copyright, trademark, uh, the uh, the little ISBN numbers, right? That's that's where it can get a little daunting, uh, and that that I had to do kind of uh, by myself, learning it. You can do it all through the internet, which is super amazing. You can get a publisher to do it for sure, absolutely. In an ideal world, that's how you should do it. You should find somebody out there that likes your work enough to pay for it, so that they can publish it and do thousand-yard runs and and have you know talks on Oprah and all that jazz. But we're, again, we're not talking about that. We're talking about you. But I mean, there's a lot of things out there, like between, like and our press, so true. Absolutely. Like there's there's a lot of good indie comic publishers. I'm not I'm not disregarding that. You yeah, kind of yeah.
2: So, so I mean, they, you know, it depends, though, but you are right, though, when it's your own thing, right. you're
0: in control of everything. Yes. Some independent publishers give you that
2: freedom, some
0: don't. And I highly recommend looking for things like that to make it easier. But if you can't or won't or don't want to... It is, in fact, possible to do everything mm-hmm. yourself. If you are that micromanager type, because we are.
1: Hey, no, it's uh, really just me. Just uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll cop to it. It's me. I'm, I'm really, really weird on control. I grew up in an environment of the showbiz environment, and I've seen people, you know, sign with publishers, sign with, you know, different types of like just for people in shows and stuff with managers and, and I've seen it just spiral down and they lose control of everything and they don't they don't get it. And I went, no. So I have this weird fear of my own it, it's and, me.
2: And that's that's like a lot of those publishers, even though they're cre- quote unquote creator owned, the, the creator owned means they get the the, the you know the subsidies and they have the rights to the character
1: but they still don't actually own the comics. Those are the publishers. Yep, and and that's something that we try to we'll avoid. And,
2: and that, by, by self-publishing, is a big win on your head. Yeah.
1: Um, now, let, let's let's not be crazy here. This stuff obviously isn't free. It's it's never free. Um, we, for our first comic book, because we were having our friends help draw it, I did pay them. Because uh, you'll hear in the this industry constantly, you can't get paid in exposure. In you that exposure, you, definitely can. <laughs> you can die from exposure. So it's one of those things where we—I was very adamant. Like a couple of them were like, "Oh no, no, no! no I'll, I'll do." It. I'm like, "No, this is a ton of work. Don't be crazy. Let me throw money at you." So you are gonna have to pay them. You have—you can work out with artists how much they want per page, per panel, depending on how it's done.
0: It is super important with this industry, though, that you get the product before they get paid. Yeah, that's that's a lesson yeah. that we learned. I've learned that lesson, too. Yeah. It's uh, even with friends. You want to trust them. You really do. And you you may love them to death. And they're going to go, yeah, man, we got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Also,
1: if if you're doing it with friends, it does not hurt because you can do – you're always straight out with them. We had both of our artists that we had from the first one sign a contract.
0: We went, this is just
1: for if something happens in the future, we are not going to – we're never going to be like, hey, no, this is ours and blah, blah, blah. No, this is going to be, if you want to sell it at cons yourself, this is, we're all going to have equal. Yeah, i find that works out the best. And, and I've had to do the same for uh, a, a
2: different kind of production art, but much the same way. And i had contracts for it. I'm like, look, we're friends. I'm doing this contract so we can stay friends.
1: Mm-hmm. And because,
2: that was, you know, this is a business arrangement.
1: Yeah, and it, it, this is the thing, and when you're spending so much time with someone, like, that's doing work for you, and then you're getting real close to the deadline, it gets a little stressful, where you kind of like, I love you, the, I love you as a person. As a person, person. but oh, holy cow, people. dude,
0: let's roll. So how did you go about the ISBN project? So the IC- oh, so, yeah. So, I got a little track there, thank you for bringing me back. Hi, welcome back.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so... uh. It is one agency. It's .gov. It's ISBN.gov, and it is trademark. Uh, yes. It's first Google search. It's amazing. Um, so it's crazy, right? Um, and that's that's what gets intimidating, because there's a whole bunch of other Internet sites out there that will go, we'll get it trademarked for you. We'll get it ISBN for you. You don't need it. You just go to the government sites, and you register it like you do your taxes. You guys do your own taxes? If you do your own taxes, it's very similar Oddly enough, it's super similar to doing your own text, um, where if you don't know what you're, what you're doing, there's little question marks and bubbles that'll walk you through the whole process for the trademark. Uh, now, the difference between a trademark and an ISBN and a copyright, all right? So the trademark is the symbol, right? Whatever, whatever you mark, it's a brand, right? That's, that's all that is. It's not actually your character's.
2: Uh, as someone that used to be an intellectual property for 10 years, and by the way, is why
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really I'm really, really glad you're
2: interjecting with the, the stuff, the extra stuff, because that's yeah.
1: making this a lot easier.
2: Uh, but but yeah, no, the, the thing that the difference between a copyright and a and a trademark is, is crucial because the trademark itself, think like Coca-Cola. The logo of Coca-Cola is the only thing that's trademarked. Mm-hmm. Everything else about the product, the brand, what they market. All that's copyrighted. Absolutely. But like your intellectual property is your copyright. Your logo or like your, your like, and the thing is you
1: can't even, copy, you can't
2: trademark a costume.
1: So, for instance,
2: yeah, there we our go.
1: trademark is the bonefish. That is our bonefish. We copyrighted the comic and even our likenesses and costume. Now, we're not going to sue somebody for cosplaying as our characters. We're not. But,
0: but I will absolutely sue somebody for, for making this character in their comic book and saying it's theirs because that's not how that works.
1: because yeah, we, we were watching – we have a lot of friends that are professional cosplayers, and we were seeing people make up costumes, and then like a month later you see four other people doing the exact same one claiming, oh, this is mine. I did this, and I'm like – and that, that was a big part of why we decided in the first place, let's make a comic book. That way we have something physically that is ours to prove that we created it. Yeah, exactly,
2: because cosplayers can't, because there's no, you can't there's cos- no way to physically prove it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and that's the problem. So conflict is a great move for that, especially for protecting your intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and you guys did it exactly right. You have to write the whole thing. You trademark your, your publishing brand, mm-hmm. and, and you, you maintain control over all of your your intellectual property. But, and the ISBN, guys, is just the
0: barcode the you know. the in the back to register. Truly. The ISBN is what you need. It's what you Yes, you can absolutely buy them in book, But you need the ISBN if you're going to be able to sell it in stores of any nature. So, comic book stores, your local shop, unless you, you're like a buddy buddy with him and he puts it up there just because he's friends with you. All right, that's. But again, he can charge whatever he wants for it at that point. Your ISBN contains your price. It contains information about the copyright. It contains information about the trademark. If everything about your comic is in that ISBN. How do you copyright? So it's it's literally just it's the same as the trademark. You go into the online section. It'll walk you through the process. So the same ISBN. So what now? So the same ISBN. Yeah. All right, so it's actually going to be a different size copyright. Uh, I don't know the site offhand. I had it written down, but again, I don't have the pockets. I'm a terrible, terrible
2: person. If you uh, if you do a Google search for the US uh, US Department of Copyright and
0: Trademarks, yes. uh you'll have uh,
2: and literally just bookmark that because it has like a link tree to pretty much everything you need. So you can self-register everything like It's pretty much what I did for five years, is kind hop on there register. Absolutely. And, um, but then again, they paid me to do that. But you can literally just do it yourself. And you that's, can. That's that's what I was like laughing my butt off. I'm literally billing clients. And I'm like, I'm going to the same government
0: website, fill in the fields, do it all. I'm like, again. they didn't want to do it. So they paid me. And I was going to the It's market. the same as taxes. You can, in fact, do them yourself. Or you can hire somebody else to do them for you. And they're using the same software you are.
1: Yeah, true.
2: Yeah. The so. Kind of advice I'd say, though, is also make sure you have an LLC or some company name that you're operating under mm-hmm. because if you're going to sue someone for taking your intellectual property you want to sue them as a as a corporate entity yeah. and not as yourself because heaven forbid you should lose then your finances are liable uh, because getting an LLC is also super easy, super quick it's your local state your, your, your state government will, will hand it to you and like the filing fee is like 50 bucks a year
0: in Georgia so, so what it is
1: it, it's, it's going I'm into that real Just quick. Yeah, I mean,
0: under under the trademark, uh, under our bonefish, you'll actually see it uh, in in a lot of our copyright pages. It is the GSA bonefish. The bonefish represents GSA Comics, which is us.
1: Gorillas not synonymous. It's a bunch of made up. Actors.
0: Gonorrhea Sex
1: Association. No!
0: <laughs> <laughs> the German Soviet administration. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Sorry. No, it's not. I think it's we've cooler.
0: I think we've forgotten what the actual one is by now. It's yes.
1: completely obvious what it is. It's the the guys are Shale. That that's our last name. <laughs> but there there we, we had a we had a laughing fit in the car one day when we came up with it because we he worked for the military and I was a Girl Scout. And I see a GSA truck, and I'm like, huh, Hang on Girl Scouts of America, Was that brutal? Like, I'm looking at the truck, he's like, that's global supply. And I'm like, what? No. So I was like, oh my god, we're GSA. Guys are Shea Elias, that's what our so, wide guy is. So,
0: getting back to the point. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> what you want to make sure that you've got, all right? So, if you're going to do it all yourself, and I'm talking like everything, all right? The inks, the pencils, the, 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 the colors... The the cover whatever, Set right? Set yourself
1: a timeline.
0: Set yourself a timeline. Make sure it's in chunks, right? Small bite sized chunks that are easy to follow. Read through that story that you've written down on paper a number of times so that you've got a good beginning and a good leave off point. Like every uh, every issue is an episode of Back to the Future Part Two, right? <laughs> <laughs> They understand.
1: You don't. I know you don't like back because you're a devil. Yeah. Why did you jump out Kaida? What yeah. s <laughs> uh, Well I got da, 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 I, I got a doctorate in, in when I, I told them I didn't like gravy. Well, I, I, I can't anymore.
0: Again, back on point. Right? So yeah, you got you got everything all ready to go, and you got I've got my comic, it's beautiful, I love it just the way it is. And then you go online and you find your favorite online publisher. Again, we use Greco. It's I'm not Printer. sponsored it's by them, uh, so <laughs> go ahead and choose whoever you like. Greco, however, does it super
1: cheap and super quick.
0: That, that, that's yeah. for us,
1: yeah. No, for us, it works in a good timeline with us. For most most conventions, we were a little late getting this comic book in, so that's why we missed out on getting the comic on time. Free, but it's it's right. actually for
2: the- yes,
0: so a minimum of 25, uh, and we typically order 100, but they go up to, to like a 1,000 at a time.
2: So uh, if you live in a big city, like in a, in a big city, I would also suggest looking at local printing companies, yep. um, particularly if you live in a city that actually makes paper. Get some really good, like competitive, well priced. Uh, so we have. So we, we, we do have not a, have a well, we that, have, does that We have
1: a place called City Blue here in Wichita, and they make they, our prints. They do all of our prints, all of our extra stuff that we do. Yeah, they do not, on the other hand, have a good
2: they, comic printing process. Yeah, like and that. that's the other thing. It's like each of them specialize in different things.
1: Yeah, they they're really good at prints. They're really good at making like photocopies and banners and stuff like that. When it comes to actually like newspaper paper type printing, they're not that's not really their thing. And that's the closest we have in Wichita for a big printer. So we ended up having to go online and find resources that would work for us.
0: So you've got everything you're ready. the Promote like So that's that's a whole other aspect that that I'll go into here in a second. Uh, so you've got You've got it. You're ready to rock and roll. You've looked up your ISBNs, and you've decided to buy 100 for absolutely no reason. Buy one to start out with.
1: Yeah, no, if, you don't, if you just want to see if you can do it, by one.
0: Uh, you need to buy the ISBN last because, again, it has the trademark and copyright information inside. Again, you can always up, go and update it later, but I highly recommend doing the, tra- or the, uh, the ISBN last. Right, so you've got all that stuff registered. It's instantaneously sent to your email. You slap it on your your comic book, and you send all those images to your printer, and it shows up to your doorstep, ready to go. But right? nobody knows who you are. What What do you do at that point? So, a couple of different things you can do. You can go to cons, like we're doing right now, hawking our comic book. Again, that booth right up there on the hill, right there by the food cart. We're selling our comic book. Okay. Hey, dear. I'm allowed my plug. Uh, you had
1: one. <laughs> you had two. <laughs> I said there was no pressure. Anyway, yeah, no pressure.
0: Anyway, so not the point. You can go to cons. You can contact your local comic book stores. Um, if you do go to your local comic book stores, because I love
1: them love the fact that you're local.
0: True, um, and very, very much so. Especially if you're in good with them, they'll just put like ten or so that you've bought on the shelves, and then you'll get the money for whatever comes in. However, if you have an alternate cover that you can make for them and pitch it to them like it's worth it to them to buy the initial print for you, then that is their money that they're spending on, so they're going to get a little bit of a cut, but then you're going to get a little bit of a cut because it's yours, right? And so you can work out deals with them. It's kind of a lot like working with pawn shops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like
0: working with pawn shops.
1: Nope. I we, we've actually... Coming up with these next ones, um, we we've, we've worked out endorsement deals essentially, where if they want an alternate cover and they want to carry it in their store or whatever, for whatever you know, they obviously they pay for it, but we also give them an advertise. They're one of our ads in our new comic, like the next issue. So it's like, hey, we'll we'll put advertising, you know, and you get this alternate cover. But the advertising goes in all of the comic books, no matter what the cover is. If they want an alternate cover for themselves, that's their choice. But they automatically get a advertisement in the comic.
0: Or they can just choose to pay for the app. If they don't want their, if they don't want your book in their shop, which is completely their choice, you do not get to force them to put it in their shop. Just throwing that out. Take my comic. Sorry, did can we, can we answer any questions for you? While they're going that are do are you using a uh, paper layout initially, like large storage panels So oh that's yeah. the so you guys real quick. I said
1: yeah, so real quick. I showed it a little bit earlier. That most of our panels that this is gonna be like a two inch by two inch panel, but this is how big the initial panels are.
0: Two inch by two inch. We yeah, highly like so I mean, recommend it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be much smaller in sure, sure, the logo if you don't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Highly recommend that each individual panel be its own work of art, right, before you shrink it down. Never make anything to scale.
1: Never. Now, the individual
0: panels themselves, there is no legal requirement to 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 4. You You can publish whatever you want.
1: You just need to make sure it's physically and easily readable. You don't want to be like, oh, you know, panel one, and then panel two is huge, taking up half the page. Then panel is way up here, and then panel four. You're like, you got to make I just, it readable. You need to read
2: Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud. I think everyone needs to read that. Yes. Uh, it's like required. Like, if you want to make your own comics and you don't own Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud, who is like the best explainer ever, um, it's literally a comic about. About how to read comics and how to make, like how they're made, what they're about, the history of them. It's a great book, but uh, but yeah, no. I mean, it's just like your eye. Like we're, we're Westerners; our eyes are trained to go you know, left, left to right, right.
0: up yeah. or top to bottom. Yeah. But um, does anybody know
1: what time it is? By the way, it's twenty-two. Okay. So I going to make sure we aren't going your
0: over. your local libraries, which definitely still exist, uh, Barnes and Noble, if they still exist
1: they exist, but they, they have more of a corporate aspect. Uh,
2: they, have a, they have a very small, limited... No, but I, I know there are particular, particular book as well as a lot of like self-publishing books you can get from your local library. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: there's, there are books on top of books on this, and again, what I want to focus on is, is things that, that we've learned doing it ourselves. These are problems that we had. We are definitely not pros by any stretch of the imagination. I am not... I'm not Alex Ross. <laughs> no, I really wish no, no one else is. I, I, <laughs> I wish we
1: were Alex Ross.
0: No kidding. He's a good. K-
1: can I be Mike you're Alex Ross?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Right. So, so you have
2: your comic. You're going to cons, hawking it. Okay.
0: Hawkins. What, what else do you need to promote? So um, the other things you can do to promote is obviously the Facebook, your social medias. Um, that's uh, there are comic book pages out there that are looking flat out for people like you. Uh, That are looking to advertise and what you'll do is you'll make a page for your comic book or or your characters or whatnot, and then you'll keep all your followers updated with what's going on and then you feed your name and your link to these different comic book sites on Facebook and Instagram and all the stuff that I don't understand because I'm over 30 and she's not and she does it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, you, uh, you send the link to them and then magically likes just start popping in and all these people start following and then the more cons you go to the more name recognition that you get and then people are are people fall in love with characters more than anything and so what i can say the most is when advertising make sure it pops make sure that you're focusing on on the characters make sure that it's like, what's going on? Tell the people a story about what's going on when you uh, when you post on your Facebook page. Like, hey, what's going to happen to Draven Nereza next time? Dot, dot, dot.
1: Um, so something we did do in the advertising for the initial comic book is that we actually put on our cosplays, and we did a promotional video announcing the comic book. Because people were really liking the fact that, like, every so often I'll do makeup tutorials and stuff on our Facebook page that's just, you know, just for fun. You know, I get bored by myself. Um, but we, so what we did was we both got in full cosplay and we sat in front and we we recorded ourselves saying, hey, we're going to this convention and we're, we're happy to announce we're having our first comic book. And then we played it in reverse, so it sounded like we were speaking some sort of, like, alien language. And it, it, it got more views than anything I have ever posted on our page ever. And I was just like, it's just a just a tape playing backwards. We put subtitles on it. But it
2: was just a, it was just a simple part video. Of that speak, like, so, so what I do nowadays is social media, uh, a lot of social media marketing, because mm-hmm. uh, I run a monthly event. And so promotion is the hardest thing. So no matter how good your product is, I don't care how it is, but I don't care how good it is, no one will buy it if they don't know about it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but Facebook um, specifically promotes videos <coughs> more than images, and
0: images more than just text. And you yeah. got to follow the the trends of what Facebook and YouTube do. They change them monthly, by the way.
1: Algorithms are terrible.
0: The algorithm train is a blast to follow. You could no, make it a job. No, it's
1: not. Algorithms That's are terrible. I hate algorithms. algorithms. People
0: get paid to follow these algorithms. Uh, that one month it was specific colors. It was like blue, orange, and yellow. If you Which had was them. great.
1: So I specifically was like, I was putting myself in makeup every night and just doing videos on our Facebook page because I was like, colors Sorry, pop and okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I just was doing super bright colors and I'm like, hi guys, how are we doing? Because it was like,
0: I. I I've got a question again. Uh, Absolutely. You're, to- you're talking about uh, retail marketing. Yes. Okay. Uh, But you're also talking about web-based promotion. Yes. Do you have electronic download? Do you sell electronic? So here's our deal. I know it's done differently in loads of other places. This is ours. Okay? Uh, We are super paranoid with how fledgling it is. Our baby isn't even walking yet. All right? So we're super paranoid that people will run off with it. Because we're not making the big bucks, all right? I can't afford to lose out on, on, on anything.
1: So what, we so
0: what we've done is uh, once we're done selling the hard copy, then that's when we will do digital downloads. When you can no longer physically get the hard copy. And after the period of time when the, the retailers pull them off the shelves. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Like, we, we, we
1: We do, in fact, we do do physical retail, but we also have an Etsy shop and a couple of other online shops that we sell it ourselves off. Physi- but that's physical,
0: that's not digital.
1: Yeah, we'll be physically sending it to the people. Like for instance, we'll be take, we'll, we're taking pre-orders for our second one, which we, we try to make it a big deal and make it like, you're getting a ton of swag. So for instance, like, yeah, you can just buy the second comic book. You can buy just the pre-order, it's just the comic book. But you can also, you know, we get, we have a lot of fans back home where it's like, okay, we, this time around, last time we did a poster, we did two prints, two trading cards, and the comic book. This time around we're doing print, com, the comic book, the trading cards, a t-shirt, stickers, and, oh gosh, I didn't bring my list with me. Well,
0: swag's really, really everything. It's it's what you can do to to help fluff the, the, the price, right? So our comic book... Retails at seven dollars right now, and I don't know if you guys know the average price of a comic book at a comic book store. It's definitely not seven dollars. It's three ninety nine. It's three ninety nine. All right. So why is ours so expensive comparatively? Well, we factored in something you guys need to focus on is that you need to factor in the original price of the copyright, the trademark, everything that you spent out of pocket needs to go into that initial.
1: And, and how much you know. For instance, how much does it cost you per issue to print? Like, that's where pages pr- factor in, how many pages you have, is how much the comic book costs to print. So our comic book costs about $3 to print an issue. So that's, that's about the cost of a regular comic book. And if at that, that point, we, we'd be losing money just selling it at the regular price because we're also paying for the copyright and everything else.
0: So this whole thing is that we are our own publisher. So you're doing it all? Yes. Yeah.
1: The only thing that we don't inter- like put in ourselves is um, – because we use a printer. We don't use a publisher. We publish it ourselves. The printer we have, we act, they, they offer a deal. Like They offer a little bit extra off if they're allowed to have an ad somewhere in your comic book. And the easiest way for us is let's put it on the back cover. That way we don't have to worry about where they're splicing that in. You know, so we, we give them the back cover because we're like, yeah, you're printing it. You might as well get Absolutely. some it's free publicity for, thank you for printing our comic book, you know. So, yeah.
0: Does that what answer it? Yeah. What yeah. other questions do we have? Because we are running low on time, and I know I ramble.
1: Actually, I think we're halfway.
0: Are we? It's 10 times. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, 10 minutes. What questions do
0: we have?
2: Any? Well, one of the things that i, that, that I found is... Uh, but I just don't have the energy for myself, so that's kind of why I got out of the game. But there's a thing, like especially if you're going to cons, like that are specifically comic cons, it's like, like there's now like competition for like the way your booth is set up. Right? Yep. And like that was a whole new layer of crazy that I was not ready for mm-hmm. myself. So I was just kind of like, I'm not ready to soak yet even more money in big giant banners and everything else. And I'm like, it was. It was a surprise
0: factor for me personally. Since we I'll, I will tell you this. Uh, at the end of the day, if you're having fun doing what you're doing, telling your story, if that's a blast to you, if you're having fun, don't worry about the rest. Because well, people see that you're having fun, and that actually attracts more attention than I have seen than any amount of money that I have poured into marketing. That's true. What well, also helps that
1: you
0: guys dress up as the characters? Absolutely. Right. Well, I mean that came that, that's built job. in. That's built in. Eye like eyeballs on what's going on. And this is a blast. I am having a blast doing this right now. I'm
1: not even going to lie. Even if I can't <laughs> sit down, it's worth <laughs> it. I mean, no, oh, that's that's his thing with costumes. Is he built them bulky? So the big crab move. yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's I feel bad like bad I was bad. at the gym just for this arm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Are you worried about me swearing?
1: <laughs> well, okay, so booth setup—that that's something you brought up. So that was something we came into the game with, the, like seeing that competition of who, how people set up their booths.
0: We started out as booth babes.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what we started out as. Is that because our first convention, we just wanted to impress Team Power Draft. We impressed everybody else, you know. So. the These local comic book, these local artists thought we were really cool and they're like, hey, do you want to join our group and like come to conventions with us? So we did a couple conventions with them and we were just to stand in front of the booth and look awesome. That was our job. But we were, we were seeing all of these people, you know, with their different setups and people with banners and all this other stuff and people would do paper banners versus the really nice canvas, nice banners. You see, we, we paid for a good banner.
0: Spend the money on the canvas. It um, works. It stays I mean paper forever. rips Paper um, is awful.
1: But it's, it's, you, you see all these setups and you see we have a couple friends that do books. That's their thing at conventions. They sell their books that they write. And they end up with, it's a zombie series and they end up with such a cluttered, they, they went over the top with like trying to catch you out with the zombie stuff versus their books. And I end up lost. You it. can die
0: from overexposure. Yes. But up. Uh,
1: I was like, you want to keep, keep it simple but elegant is the way we've looked at it. It's like nice tablecloth, nice little, maybe a couple decorations here and there, but you want definitely, like, your product to be the main center, you know. You want it to be also in an eye-catching, you know, manner, where you have, like, maybe your comic book cropped up. You have, if you're doing prints, you have a nice portfolio. That's Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Do I we have it? any other questions? Yes. Um, this is just more.
2: I guess
1: a personal question maybe? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah what um, what um, made you decide to try and break into the very harsh world of comic book creating instead of you know, any other medium for telling a story?
0: To, to stop people from?
1: Well, no, no, no. Well, no, no. <laughs> from any other medium.
0: Oh, uh, so I've been trying to get into video games for years. That's um, even so harder.
1: Well, um, so what we, we like writing. But I wouldn't say we're the most gifted writers when it comes to descriptions on a page. I uh, am. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, listen. Pitch white's not a color. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, you weren't even around. I've heard horror <laughs> stories, and I know it's true. <laughs> All right. So, but we were—we're we're not very, you know. We can write good dialogue, but we're not as gifted when it comes to like being like, oh so-and-so sauntered across the room and did something we're not as gifted we can very easily make it visual and because we had such a big I mean, we loved comic books from both of us from a very young age we found it was much easier with all of the friends we had that were artists and so that to visually tell that story and just have dialogue and we had a general idea in our brains what we wanted
0: that way you can paint whatever's going on in your head as you tell your story however dialogue is typically added after the fact based off of what that panel actually turned out like
1: well I don't know if you've ever looked at like a movie script that's kind of how we write out our script for the comic books, where we'll do dialogue plugs of just like, so-and-so, 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 but we have, you know, a, a brief description of, hey, we're in a hotel room, it's a CD, you know, over a CD yeah. bar. Yeah. You know, we script. have, we have right. quick stuff written down so you know where you're at, and then, you know, or where things break off and be like, okay, this scene ends, Now we're on, now we're on the ship, we're on the like we're on the top deck of the ship. Everybody's just kind of talking.
0: There's been a few times where uh, know, like my answer to that is like it,
2: it's kind of both because the art is the story. Yeah. Like you know. Chicken the sp- or the egg. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's the story informs the art. The art is the story.
0: You gotta let it evolve by itself. You really do uh, because like I'm saying, uh, freaking there's so many times where I've. I've planned out an exact face, an exact pose, but then when it gets drawn, it's slightly different to the point where it almost looks like they're saying something else, something that's better, honestly. And so we'll change out the dialogue and even modify the panel just a little bit to fit the new dialogue. Um, and just let it, let the characters again tell.
1: That happened quite a bit this is all the time. This 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 second one, and we're even starting to work on the third one. But it happened quite a bit while making the second one, where we would draw something. And I'd be like, Well, what if we just because like, we would draw it out and be like, Huh? Well, what if we change the dialogue from her saying, Hey, meet so and so, to her just addressing that person and saying, Hey, go get everybody else.
0: It looks like we're out of time.
1: Oh. Are we? Well, you kids are lovely. Thank you
0: all. I'm, I'm, it's absolutely lovely. Thank,
1: thank you for being a great audience. You guys are throwing a lot of positive emotions our way. and We don't know how to deal with
0: uh, that. If you guys do have any other questions, if you feel like coming to talk our ear off about anything, we, we would are. love
1: to talk to you guys. We're over by the cars and stuff. We would love to see you guys. Please chit-chat. We love us and whatnot. We love it.